Welcome back to the podcast that rocked, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock and metal. Um, with me is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm completely out of it right now. I apologize. Um, bit of an emergency just happened, and it got cleared up just not even five minutes ago. Um, at about, it's central time for me, so um, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 where I am. What happened was, uh, I heard a pounding on my back door. Distinctive, repetitive pounding. And keep in mind, I live in a house that has a deck that has, has a bob up. So, sh- so to get to my back door, you have to hop a fence and then go up some stairs. I opened the door. A small drunk woman, crying her eyes out, pushes in, desperate to use my phone because her phone's dead. She had no shoes on. Um... I look at her and go, okay, she had clearly had nothing with her, not a purse, not a bag. She had just socks on, crying her eyes out, drunk. You could smell it. And I said, okay, um, let me get the phone for you. Do you know who you're trying to call? And she repeated the number right away. So that's what made me believe something was, like, something was going on. So I dialed the number four. I put it on speaker. And she started screaming at this guy. What happened was this woman was a grocery delivery with her boyfriend. And apparently they got kicked out of Schnucks, which is the grocery store here. And he just straight up left her. And she was drunk. And she walked and hopped fences for over, for at least two, probably over three miles. Until she wound up in my backyard, pounding on the door. So I talked to the guy after she started screaming, and I'm like, hey, um, can you come pick her up? And he goes, yeah, fine. And I gave the address. A couple minutes go by. She calls again, still drunk, still angry, crying her eyes out. And she um, started asking, are there cop cars around your house right now? Because he won't come if they're cops. And I say, well, there's a cop that lives down the street, but that's it. And I go look outside. There's one cop car patrolling around. And he says, okay, well, I called her mom. She's coming to pick her up. She's about seven minutes out. And then he hung up. She proceeded to call this man six more times, leaving a message every time. Uh, in that time, she asked if I had a lightning charger for her phone. I did. So I said, okay, just go sit on the couch. Just, just take it easy. On the way to the couch, she started. She took a straight left and went to the bathroom without asking. I did. She did. She just started looking for one. She screamed out, "Do you have any tampons?" I said, "I don't believe I do." And she goes, "Whatever." She then came, sat back on the couch, plugged in her phone, waited a second, like she was able to turn it back on. Called her mom, who at that point was maybe two minutes away. I'm very thankful she was close. Good God, I'm thankful she was close. While waiting, after she hung up, she asked me, do you have any weed? <laughs> and I go, I, I don't. I don't mean to laugh at that, but oh my God. She goes, oh, come on, I don't believe that. <laughs> she, I, she, I go, no, I have sober life. She goes, oh, come on, you don't have any shots? Oh my God. And I wanted to say, I think you had enough already, but I didn't. I was good. And I go, no, sorry, nothing like that in the house. She then goes, you have a really nice house. To that point where her mom pulled up. I waved her in through like the storm door. Um, so she started walking in and this drunk girl goes, my mom's here. Why? Already forgetting that her mom was coming to pick her up. She then called her boyfriend again, screaming. Um, how dare you call my mother? Why, you should be the one to pick her up. We've been together for five years. Mom came in, trying to calm her daughter down. Mom's dealt with this before. You could tell. You could clearly tell. She started, like, kind of ushering the woman out. She noticed that she didn't have any shoes on. The drunk girl said, where did I leave my shirt? And started looking under pillows on my couch. 
And the mom goes, don't touch his stuff. Let's just go. You didn't have shoes on? And I said, she didn't come with shoes on. So she goes, all right, let's just go. And then they left. And then I called Gretchen. And now we're on the podcast. So that's it. That's what happened to me today, this evening, within the last 30 minutes. Someone just said on Twitch, I need to disinfect my whole house. I am very afraid of touching my phone right now. My house smells like cheap alcohol and sadness. Uh, I feel bad for the mom. I hope this woman gets her life together. And I apologize that this has nothing to do with music, but... I'm explaining this to you so that way Gretchen's aware too because she didn't even know the whole story. We had no time for me to tell it. Gretchen, how are you? That's a lot. I, uh... That's, that's a lot for sure. Wasn't having a great day to begin with, but now I don't know what to feel. So, thank you all for tuning in. I apologize. This is not the best way I start my podcast. Normally, I'm trying to keep it more lighthearted and informational. I... Uh, I don't know. So, everyone on YouTube, I apologize if you didn't hear that. <laughs> Twitch heard it. It'll be on the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that rocked, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. That was a, that was a story. I apologize again to everyone on YouTube. I've just been in such a state right now. I'm not going to say the story again. Um, on YouTube, while people fill in, we'll get to more. Maybe this will work out better, so that way everyone on YouTube doesn't have to deal with this as well. I apologize for being late. And Gretchen, thank you for letting me know. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you. But. I know, I know. You, for that, interrupt me. For that, interrupt me from now on. Okay. Um, long story short, for everyone on YouTube that just is kicking in, um, a drunk woman just showed up at my back door demanding help, just crying her eyes out. I had to help her. She got, her mom came and picked her up. It was a big fat mess. That's why I forgot to click the button for Go Live on YouTube. If you want to hear that story, I'll, it'll be on Twitch. I'll have it on the podcast forums. Everything is there. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been a day. Um, there is music news, I assure you. Is everyone on YouTube very confused by this? I apologize again. <laughs> so, this is the podcast that rocks. I hope to never have to start a podcast like this. Ugh. Anyway. Hopefully you're all doing well. Hopefully you're all having a good time. Um, let's get to music news. I had the chats popped out. We are ready. Again, apologize for not being in it right now. Are we live on YouTube? We should be. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, good. Now. Okay, so how's everyone doing? Let me know in the chat room how you are. I see a lot of love on Twitch for listening to all that. Thank you. Again, it'll be on the podcast. It was a mess. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So... Um, lots of different unique stuff going on in the world of rock and metal alternative right now, as I try to desperately to switch gears. I'm not trying to just change the mood right away. I'm just trying to focus on something else. Thank you, Gretchen, for bearing through all that. Just let me know next time if I'm not streaming. Um, WrestleMania season's coming up. We got some cool announcements for that. And for a lot of you that aren't aware, with WrestleMania, um, Wrestling has not been a big thing right now, just like rock and metal and alternative. However, you're going to get to see a lot of that because Poppy and Nita Strauss and Ash Costello for uh, New Year's Day are all going to be performing at WrestleMania this weekend. Nita Strauss, the guitarist for Alice Cooper, is going to be performing the National Anthem. Poppy is going to be performing at NXT. And Ash Costello is going to be performing live for Rhea Ripley. So there's a lot of music going stuff going on right now. A lot of stuff for WrestleMania. And it got me thinking, as Gretchen's not a wrestling fan, doesn't know much about it, wrestling and rock and bands used to be a big deal. There used to be big collaborations with this all the time. So, it's very interesting 
that they're doing it again now. And Poppy's done stuff like this before. This will be Poppy's second or third performance. And I know you're a Poppy fan. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool because, like, her last live performance was at the Grammys. Now she's going to do it again with NXT. And Code Orange has done stuff with WWE. Hailstorm's done stuff with WWE with NXT, I should say. I should say. So it'll be very interesting to see what Poppy does for NXT. I'm very happy they chose Nita Strauss for the uh, national anthem for WrestleMania on night one. Because this is going to be the first show with an audience for pro wrestling in a long time. WWE's been doing no audience shows for a year now. So WrestleMania is their biggest weekend. They're having it in Tampa, same building they had the Super Bowl in. Probably about to be about the same amount of people. No one wears a mask in Florida because it's Florida, as Gretchen can attest. Hmm. Um, it'll be very cool to see that, though, because they're going to try to make this a big show. And I'm very happy that Nita Strauss is going to be live there doing something that metal is actually respected and represented there. Nita Strauss, Poppy, you know, that's a big deal. And ask Costello, too, for her, because she does the theme song for um, Rhea Ripley, a woman's wrestler who is challenging for a title. And she's a big deal. She's a big British wrestler. So that's kind of cool stuff. And the reason I bring all this up, not just because I'm doing the wrestling videos, I'll have the new one Thursday or Friday. What's cool by this is I was just talking about this last week with you guys. Rock, metal, they don't have any association with this anymore. With, like, out external stuff, you know? Actually getting noticed on bigger venues. So this is something. And Poppy is a name. She's not well-known, but at the same time, she is growing in popularity big time. And now that she has an audience, that's going to help her, too. And the, now that the NXT audience already accepts her, that's big. Nita Strauss doing the national anthem is big. So I think that's pretty awesome. So... And Gretchen's, one of Gretchen's favorite bands, Shinedown, they're big wrestling fans. They've done stuff with WWE quite a bit. Mm -hmm. They did the theme song for Raw for years. I don't know if they've ever played live with WWE. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. If anyone knows in the chat room, let us know. So, along with that, there's an important message in the chat. Happy birthday, Gretchen. Mm hmm <laughs> Someone just said happy birthday Christian in the chat. Yesterday was your birthday. Oh. Yes, it was. Thank you. Yes. We acknowledge Gretchen just turned twenty-five. <laughs> so a laugh a laughable twenty-five. So a laughable wow. Well, no, I'm saying that because you laughed. There's a difference. Yeah. If you laughed, it's mm -hmm. okay. Uh-huh. If you were upset and hung up the call, then I know I did it's not laughable anymore. Mm -hmm. Be slightly nice to me. I'm having a rough evening. Uh huh. <laughs> I had proof. I had to send you a picture because, like, so I. Uh, uh. Before I gifted you five subs, I felt bad for how bad your day was. And I appreciate that. I see the hype train on Twitch too. Thank you very much. I'm sorry to break up. I'm going to have to edit this podcast to death, and I understand that. That's fine. Thank you, to guys, for all. The, thank you all for the bits and the gifted subs on Twitch. Very helpful. I don't know if I've ever had that on a podcast before. Man, oh man, it's been a day. Um, again, I will go into full detail tomorrow. I'll tag everyone on this when I post the podcast. I refuse to cut this out of the story, out of the mm -hmm. podcast, because this literally, I called Gretchen at 6.57 Central Time, because that was the soonest I could call her. Yep. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. huh, but yeah, WrestleMania, I'm glad that they're doing something like this. They've done, because back in the day when wrestling was big, Gretchen remembers when everyone had a wrestling shirt on when she was younger, the Stone Cold shirts and stuff like that. Uh, back in the day, they used to have tons of bands play live all the time. Disturbed did Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme for a while. You know, big stuff. It's been a while since they've done that. So, and thank you again for the subs and super, ch and super chats and everything like that. Very much appreciated. I'll be fine. I'll explain more about that later, too. Just, like, external stuff, but whatever. So, if you're watching WrestleMania and you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments. If you're watching WrestleMania um, and going to check out those performances, you can get a free subscription to the Peacock Network. It's not the WWE Network anymore. They got bought out by Peacock, NBC's, and Universal's streaming platform. So you can watch it on there for free for a free trial and then just cancel right after. Keep that in mind. Huh. Yep, because it's new. Peacock's new. So, yeah. 
Isn't that the one that um, The Office is on now? Yep, that's where like every that? episode of The Office is on, correct. Yeah. So that's something, too. So yeah, if you, that's huge. If you, want to get a, <laughs> if you want to get a free week, and everything NBC owns, too. They have a lot of stuff. They're saying, like, uh, Peacock is not the best streaming service because it's not that user-friendly. But yeah. still, you can get some good stuff out of it. So right. take that for what it's worth. Uh, yes, they did not always have great bands play WWE. They had Limp Bizkit and Saliva and a bunch of others. But still, they had big bands play back in the day that had a lot of name value. That's the point. So, moving on. Sorry, as I pull this up. Ma Gretchen sent me a link yesterday. And um, at first when I saw the headline and just like the little splash uh, preview text, I realized, oh, what happened now? And then I started reading, and I go, yeah, that sounds about right. Tommy Vexed of Bad Wolves um, is getting a little more angry again. He has decided to go on a solo tour in Texas for a few dates, understanding that he's going to be a solo artist from now on. And he did this because Texas was the first to open up. And Mm. the issue is, there's several issues recently with him. And... Tommy Vexed now is going to go on the F cancel culture tour. He is attacking cancel culture and he feels he was financially bullied into not being able to produce his solo album that was crowdfunded. For those unaware, Tommy Vexed launched a kind of like a Kickstarter GoFundMe type thing to help fund his own solo album and it over succeeded. Over $100,000 were raised by fans. Not even fans of his music, fans that just agreed with him politically and stuff like that. What happened is he's still technically in the legal and law debate of leaving Bad Wolves for all the legal stuff. And he's saying, well, now he can't release all these songs he made because he's still technically not done with Bad Wolves yet. And he's passing the buck, making excuses. And someone just said on uh, Twitch, that tour name alone is a red flag. I agree. I, I wouldn't want him performing in my venue, even if it's Texas. The audience he's going to attract is going to be pretty rough. Yeah. I, mean, you, I mean, you'll be able to see COVID in the air at that point. But that's just me. You know. For the first quote from Tommy Vex regarding all this, after raising $177,736. That is so much money for a solo album for someone that already has money, by the way. But still. <laughs> from Tommy Vexed. Over the past year, I've recorded over 37 songs by myself. Due to COVID, there was no way for the band to get together and work on a record, and so I worked fever, fever, feverishly, that is exactly what he said, in the studio with different artists, producers, and songwriters, and after 37 songs were completed, it was clear that I had become a solo artist. So he's already kind of spinning the narrative about how he was planning on leaving anyway. Right. Uh, so, moving on. We are still in the process of negotiating my exit from Bad Wolves. It is clear that the original album I made last year will either not come out or be given to another act on that label to perform as their own. Unfortunately, fighting this would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars and take years to get resolved, so I have been financially bullied into submission on this issue. That is just screams making excuses. That screams just desperate to not blame yourself. Blame someone else. The cover album is still getting sitting in, until the legal agreements can be signed off, but I'm excited to get those out to you guys as soon as I can. So one of the things did, he did as a solo artist was made a cover album. Please note, I have been threatened to be sued if I release the tracks prior to be a finalized agreement. I know it sucks, but it is what it is. So he's saying he can't release them until he's, until he's done with all the litigation and legal stuff for contracts. And he made all this big post, and this is coming after... Um, him saying, the reason why I'm not touring anywhere else is because LA has a mask mandate for outdoor gyms. This feels like complete stupidity given what we know about COVID-19, and after having survived its flu-like symptoms, I'm still astonished at the enforcement in certain areas. So I'll be going to Texas. That's just my opinion. End quote. (laughs) He says this after admitting that he had been diagnosed with the disease himself. He contracted COVID-19. Hmm. And he says it was only flu-like symptoms for him. And those other 550,000 people that passed away in the country 
That was just the flu, apparently. And someone also brought up a great point on Twitch, uh, Twitch too. How drunk was he when he made up this? When he came up with this, he lives a sober life. He's been sober for a while. Mm-hmm. He's drunk on uh, what is he drunk on? Crazy pills, ego. I don't know. Mm, but ego. now, yeah, but ego is a big part of it. But now, it just all this screams to me is excuses. If you are a big top, if you were a big Bad Wolves fan, if you're a big Tommy Vexed fan. If this album does come out, I mean, legally it has to now because he accepted the money from GoFundMe. Oh, yeah. So something has to come out. Now, he doesn't have to put, say, which album he's doing. It could be that covers album if he wants to. But man, oh, man, he is still spinning every narrative the way he can. He's still in the mindset of those that Markers video when he was against the Black Lives Matters movement. He is still in the mindset of the Red Hat video and why he voted for Trump. Ah, man, oh man. Someone just said on YouTube, he's turning into another Ivan Moody. Well, he hung out with him enough. A lot. (laughs) A whole lot. Man, can you imagine the idiotic conversations they had backstage? God. (laughs) Can you imagine if they tour together again? <laughs> again, especially now. Yeah. Tommy Beck solo, five figure death punch and stained. Ooh. Boy, oh boy. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not even sure I'd go to that show. I, I as don't, much as I do I will take, enjoy five finger death punch. I will um, bribe you with a vacation somewhere else just to get you not <laughs> to go to that because I'd be warned for your safety at that point. <laughs> man, oh man. Can you imagine the crowd? Can you imagine people bringing in their Trump flags and USA flags? Oh, God. And, like, one of them has, like, a Monster Energy logo spray-painted on the USA flag. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Can we get all all our troops to stand up so we can thank you? And a lot of the troops just go, "Uh, no, thanks. I don't want to be seen here. Like, no, no, no. Uh, I don't. I don't need the attention on me. Uh, those QAnon theories are poisonous for the brain. I, you know, Tommy Vexed. I think he's the one that bought into a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, I'm aware for all of you. You just hate on Five Figure Death Punch. You just hate on uh, bad Tommy Vexed. People don't agree with you, guys. One of my favorite bands is Deftones, and we now know that a member of Deftones is a flat earther and an anti-vaxer. Yeah. I will. You, I ripped him apart when all that came out too. So don't take that for what it's worth. When you're that insane, when you're that ridiculous, I have to call it out. So, um, do ex- you should expect though? Tommy Vex solo cover albums, solo albums, a tour, all that. He's going to keep working. I won't be covering it, but he's going to keep working. Five Figure Death Punch is probably working on stuff right now as well. I'm sure they're rip-roaring and ready to go. They've already been announced for um, one festival, Blue Ridge Rock Fest, as one of the nine headliners for a big festival in the, on the East Coast. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Vex is, com- is coming close to becoming another trash bag brown. See, Vex isn't flat-out openly racist. But again, he's on that path to the QAnon stuff and the Trump-supporting stuff, so that's what I'm worried about. I would not put Vexed in the category of trash bag, to be fair. But I get why you're saying that. Yeah. Thank you for the super chat. Just insufferable. Oh, yeah. And shockingly insufferable. Yeah. Because, like, I, I'm, on the, I'm on the opinion of, like, he was not always like this. Something happened no. where he went down a rabbit hole and he just kept digging. I was about to say, he hasn't been like this. Um, he's probably been like this since the start of the pandemic. And then when things yes. went down with his ex. Yes, I feel like, and that was all settled out of court. Apparently, like I don't know who settled for what, but apparently, yeah. a lot of money was involved, and things got torn down, and a lot of statements were made. Restraining orders were filed. By the way, when restraining orders are approved, that's usually not a good sign. But still, right. <laughs> ugh. so you think he'd be more trying to make a better name for himself instead of go- naming the F- cancel culture tour? I feel like that's actually just. Um, Rubbing salt in your own wounds by naming oh. it that for attention. I'm being canceled. I want attention for it. I want attention for it. So, 
2020 hit everyone in a very different way. You know what? That's very true. Well said. 2020 hit Tommy Vex like a ton of bricks. And he made sure everyone knew that they were stupid bricks. I was about to say, but I don't even think he knows that he was hit by. No, he's the guy that thinks he's a, he's the guy that thinks he's a genius. He's the guy that thinks he has it down, and everyone else is an idiot. I I, I honestly think that too. So, man, oh man. <sighs> Moving on, in some more positive news, let's talk about some nicer stuff now. Again, I apologize mm-hmm. for my tone and demeanor for this entire podcast. Twitch. Apologize for bear- I thank you for bearing with me on that on YouTube. Thank you guys as well for the late the late start. Wasn't aware. Hoy, oh boy. Um, uh, da da Moving on. For those who are unaware, today's the 28th anniversary of Tools Undertow. Big deal. Big groundbreaking album. If you're not a Tool fan, you may say, "Who? Okay, I don't really care." This is a big deal, though, because nothing else was like Tool when they first started coming out. Deep in the era of grunge came a big band that sounded nothing like grunge and made a platinum-selling album. And then you have Maynard James Keenan and Tool performing the biggest mega festivals in the nation and around the world. with And then having performing with Zach from Rage Against the Machine and tons of other people. And Ivan agrees, this is a big album. So... He has joined us. The many time platinum selling album featuring sober and prison sex. These are the album. These are the songs where the music was top notch, but, uh, and they were still being ridiculous with their song lyrics and titles. And yes, a lot of love for Ivan. Everyone loves, everyone thinks Ivan, every, Ivan is apparently a big tool fan. Just like I agree. It, Ivan. Ivan's a tool fan. I'm very fine with that. So She's I just I'm not giving him attention. Well, understandable. Give him good boy pets. <laughs> Reason I also bring this up is because Mano Jane's Keenan update. He had for people that are aware, he contracted COVID twice this past year. Past year, but after seeing doctors, he said he's all clear. He's all good. So the first time was really rough for him. He was like his vocals and breathing were really affected. Now it appears that everything's okay. So. Lots of rest. I think he took it serious, even though he contracted it again. Proof, by the way, dispelling the theory that he can only contract it once. I hate when people think that. Now I already got mm-hmm. it once. Ugh. Science has proven that that it can happen again. Well, so, especially since they're different strands. Exactly, like, too. And over just the same one. Exactly. Can you catch the flu twice? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, this is a big deal also because Pussifer's live stream is going to be coming up in the middle of April. I am very fortunate. I told, talked about this before. If you have not liked the Facebook page for Rocks yet, please do so. Because I am going to be, I was asked to help host the Pussover live stream, the free live stream event where they perform the album Money Shot and do a bunch of other stuff. This will be a full production Lucha Libre wrestling along with Pussover with Maynard and tons of shenanigans. You know, they always go out on top. So I think that's really cool. Please like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash rocknet. It's, if you're watching this video, the socials always flash at top so that way you know which one it is. So please check that out, though. That'll be April. Da, 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 da. I should probably have gotten the dates. Let me make sure I'm giving you the right dates. April. This is why I am having a terrible time. 21st. I think that's right. Sorry, guys. The article I had up did not show the date. April 17th, excuse me, April 17th. So, thank you guys for that. I won't even cut that one out. I don't care. This podcast is such such a nightmare that I, I don't even know anymore. Gretchen, thank you for tolerating this. Oh, good. Okay. So, something cool to look forward to, though, in case you're into the, to the free live stream shows. You can check that out. Moving on, Dave Grohl, good guy Dave. He just announced that he is going to be releasing his uh, another autobiography or biography technically called Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, just about stories that he had growing up through the decades and in his music, like his career through music. And it kind of started in a cool way. He started this on an Instagram account where he would just like post stories that he had from Creative Energy, just writing some stuff and posting it publicly. And he said he wanted to take all this and then make a book out of it. I think that's kind of cool. I think that's kind of a unique idea for something like that, not just the standard autobiography. So in a quote from Dave, 
I started an Instagram account at Dave True, Dave's True Stories and decided to focus all my creative energy on writing some of my stories down, something I love doing but I never really had the time for. I soon found that the reward I felt every time I posted a story was the same as the feeling I get when playing a song to an audience. The response from readers was as soul-filling as any applause in the arena, so I took stock of all the experiences I've had in my life incredibly difficult, funny, and emotional, and decided it was time to put them into words. So... I kind of like that idea, too. Like, the book is going to arrive October 5th, if I'm correct. It's called The Storyteller Tales of Life and Music. So it's still being pieced together. Gretchen knows I'm a Foo Fighters fan. I'm a Dave Grohl fan. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to be featured in my upcoming next video uh, in a ridiculous way. But still, you'll see that when you see it. Um, I wish more people would do stuff like that. I know Gretchen, like, being a big Shinedown fan, I think you would be interested in, like, hearing, like, a book just of stories of Zach, like of Brett and Zach's life and shine down since 2004, all the oh, interesting God, yeah. stories, you know, not like autobiography, yeah. not a biography, you know, but actual, okay. Right. So we were on tour in Japan once and this is what happened that day, that type mm-hmm. of stuff. I think more bands should do that. You know, Corey, yeah. Corey did one in his book, America 51. He told the best story when stone sour was touring in Japan many years ago. And how they had a new technician on the road who had never been to Japan before, and he was the biggest idiot. And I don't want to spoil, like, the story was just out of this world. Like, he, this guy, that Corey still can't stand to this day. He never saw, They fired him after one show because of yeah. all the mess they did. Like, he went off into Japan on his own, and you're never supposed to do that if you've never been to a new country. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found him being chased by strip club owners who tried to like run him out of money and then tons of other stuff happened. So the tour director just sat him down the bus, just don't you say a word till we get there. And the whole band and the crew and everyone else was just really awkwardly quiet for the rest of the road trip. Oh, so I don't know what happened with that. So it's such a, I wish I knew more about that, but it's like, he was very detailed, all the stupid stuff that he knew. It's like, I want more stories like that though. That's the stuff I would be interested in hearing. Right. From people that know how to tell stories. Dave Grohl knows how to do that. Corey Taylor knows how to do that. I feel like the guys from Shinedown would be able to do that too. Like write it out really well. Yeah. Because you know they have stories. Like the Carnival of Madness. Their ups and downs, you know, over the years. So they probably have tons of stuff. So I'll say, especially from those early days. Exactly. Like in the like mid-late 2000s and stuff. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. sure they have tons of stuff. And then, like, when they changed up the band, Sound of Madness came out. It's like, oh, hey, we're, like, we could be a legitimate, respectable band instead of a legitimate, crazy band. Right. They were crazy. So, that, I, I think you would even agree with that. They were crazy. <clears throat> so. Something cool to look forward to, though. I'll be checking that out for sure. Again, comes out October 5th for Dave Grohl's new book. Moving on. If you're interested also, for all you metalheads out there, Dave Mustaine says Megadeth only has one more song left to record before the new Megadeth is done recording, and that'll be mixed. We should be getting a new Megadeth album this year, the first one since 2016's Dystopia, which won a Grammy Award that stole it from Baroness, but still, that's just me. Quote from Dave, Dave, Thankfully, my partner's coming back to Nashville, and we're going to be commencing on some guitar tracks and solos and some ear candy to wrap that up. We probably got another one song left to sing and then another song. I've got one sentence that I've got to finish. Other than that, all the vocals are done on this record and it's time to focus now on the backgrounds and remaining stuff and solos as we say. So no hard date yet, no album title, but it does look like we're getting that Megadeth album 2020. So it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Again, this is the first album in several years after Dave's cancer scare. He got the all clear, went into remission. His concert tour, I still don't know if that's going to happen with Megadeth and Lamb of God. We haven't heard a peep about delays for that yet. I know they did cancel their, or postpone their European tour where they do that. Mm-hmm. So, that's something as well. Moving on. As we go over here, um, one cool thing that we talked about last week is... It was either last week or the week before. We talked about how what are the ne- what's the next new band to headline festivals? What's the next new band to actually get like mainstream attention that everyone knows about? You know, after many suggestions on YouTube and Twitch, a lot of people were kind of like swinging wildly, just naming bands they like that didn't even come close. We came up with three: Ghost, Twenty One Pilots, the Nineteen Seventy Five. Those are three bands that came out in the last ten years that are actually worthy of headlining festivals and have. 
And those are extreme too. Metal and then alternative, radio alternative. When you're going for straight rock, I don't know who that would be. And apparently, one person that agrees with me is Chris Jericho. And I don't agree with a lot of stuff that Chris Jericho said over the past year. But one thing I do agree with is this. He was talking about, I'm starting to wonder, is rock and roll, when he was growing up, everybody was in a band and everyone knew each other's band. You knew the members of every band, Van Halen, Kiss, Metallica, you name it, you knew who they were. And they were always in the spotlight. Now, ever since the last 10 years, that's gone down by the wayside. I personally blame FM radio for playing the same bands and not giving newer bands a chance. But still, that's not what Chris Jericho said. One thing he said was he's starting to talk about who's the next big bands to actually headline festivals and be the ones to draw people in. Because right now, even festival headliners are having people drawing people in over the last few years to get sellouts, you know. A one quote he said, Avenged Sevenfold are still building, but they've had health issues. Slipknot's doing good, but they've been around for 20 years. Who is the next generation of those bands? Because with the exception of Greta Van Fleet and the Struts and a couple others, there's not a lot of new rock and roll bands. Whereas before, there'd be 40 or 50 and you couldn't keep up with all of them. And I agree with that. There used to be a bigger flux of bands. There used to be, in quantity, more names to keep up with that were a big deal. The Struts have a big following, especially overseas, and they're doing really well here, too. They were going to perform at a new amphitheater here in St. Louis before that all got squashed. Greta Van Fleet is extremely young, and they're just about to do have their second album come out in like two weeks. We don't even know how well that's going to do. And for those who are aware, I was convinced about Greta Van Fleet's skill when I saw them live, but I don't know what's going to happen with this next album. And they have earned some detractors, and they have an army of Karens as a fan base that does scare people away. Gretchen could tell you all about that. Yeesh. <laughs> Gretchen, is that accurate? There's like their fan base is contrived, is made up mostly of the diehard Karens that will defend these boys. They're not boys, they're men. They're all adults now. They're over 18. Yeah. But that will defend these uh, men to the death. Yes, and be ugly about it. Yeah, be publicly ugly about it too. Don't you dare. Or- yeah. Or, or even privately. Yeah. Don't you dare talk about my Michigan Led Zeppelin boys. It's like, what? No. One of them looks like, and they they look young too. So it's weird oh, yeah. that it's the Karen army, the Maroon 5 fan base that really is like latching on to Greta Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. I am curious to see how the album's going to do. I am going to listen to it no matter what. I might review it if I get a hold of it. Uh, I don't know, guys. I mean, they had like at least two singles out right now, though. And someone's saying, is Greta Van Fleet Karen core? Uh, kind of. It doesn't feel like it's the sound, but you can't call it Karen core because, yeah, you can't call it Karen core, but there are, it definitely is the bands that Karen's listen to. Mm-hmm. So, ugh. Sorry about that. Hmm. Just had to block someone on Twitch for making something way too inappropriate. Oh. Yeah. Missed that. Not a big deal. If I could delete it, I would, but whatever. Moving on. I'll try to I'll try to remove that too. Whatever. Someone was trying to be gross. Guys, I've had enough of a day anyway. I, I don't want to deal with more gross stuff. Moving on. For those who are aware, uh, the Billboard Mainstream Top 3 of the Week has a new number one. Going over Billboard's top 10 mainstream rock songs. The top three is what we read off of. Coming in at number three on Billboard's mainstream rock, it staying steady is The Pretty Reckless featuring Tom Morello, and so it went. Still getting some good airplay. Coming in at number two, Chevelle, self-destructor, after two weeks at number one. And we have a new number one. However, it's not their first number one. Foo Fighters waiting on a war off their latest album. That's another one for the Foo Fighters. And I love the song. But it goes back to my theory of it's another band that radio just pushes up and not giving other bands a shot. So that's just me. Maybe it'll be only for a week. Maybe it'll be longer. I don't know. But Foo Fighters also were announced to be headlining Bonnaroo. Along with several other bands that were announced, actual rock and metal bands, Deftones, Primus, Foo Fighters, they were all added to Bonnaroo. So I think that's 
cool. At least they get that. And I get big multi-genre too. So I think that's kind mm-hmm. of awesome. So other than that, there's also big stuff going on right now. I know like WrestleMania weekend um, is going to be this weekend. I'm still going to try to do new music night. I'm on the fence if I'm going to like push it up an hour or not, but I will do it no matter what. As for highlights, I posted a video on the main channel, um, just highlights of the past months worth of podcasts. I might do that for a little bit. It was edited by an editor and like actually just posted in case you missed stuff and you want to see reactions on the main YouTube channel for Rocked. Um, unfortunately, the video is bombing in views, which is unfortunate, but YouTube's been bombing for me since January, so I'm trying to figure that out. And this is kind of going back to what I said in the very beginning, like when I explain it later. Right now with YouTube, I'm just trying to figure out anything that'll work right now, because this is the worst my channel's done in over four years. So I'm trying to think of any video ideas I can just to spike things back up, and nothing's working. So right now, it's looking like less than 20% of my subscribers watch my videos. So... If you're hearing this, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is just starting to get more eyes on podcast or more ears listening to the podcast as well as more eyes on the video. And other than that, there's not a ton of other stuff coming up. I did want to talk about Blue Ridge Rock Fest, though, because I know this one's closer to Gretchen. This is an independent festival running in the United States. They've announced like 10 or 11 bands already, and this will be a true rock fest with a lot of different bands' names. I mean, Kill Switch Engage, Seven Dust... Um, Five Figure Death Punch was already announced as one of the nine headliners um, for a three-day festival. Gretchen, can you remember any of the other names? Oh, God. Uh, wait, did you say Beartooth? Beartooth. That was a big one, yeah. Yeah, that was one I was really excited about. Yeah, um, Beartooth's going to be there. Their new album coming know. out in a couple months as well. Because, like, there have been a few that, like, because I said to you, I didn't know. Um, oh, God, which one was it? P.O.D. P.O.D. Big band like, from t- early 2000s. Fit for a King announced today. You knew her band. Pool. Drowning yeah. Pool. Yeah. So, um, like, yeah. whether you like the band or not, the reason I bring this up, because they're, uh, the way they announce their lineup is very different than others, like DWP and Bonnaroo and Riot Fest and Lollapalooza. They announce, like, two or three bands a day. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that, because that drives up engagement. It doesn't, like, it's not the shock of being overwhelmed with excitement or disappointed with the lineup. Mm-hmm. Like, so that way every day you're like, oh, okay, I like that band. Or, oh, I don't really care about that one. Okay, let's see what they have tomorrow. So that we are not instantly writing off or signing up for a band on one day. I think that's kind of unique. So yeah. I like it. You can follow them at Blue Ridge Rock Fest on all their socials. They'll be still doing like two or three a day. Because it's a big festival for an independent festival, not the size of a DWP scale. But they're going to have a lot of bands there right. um, in Virginia. So I think that's pretty intense. I like that. Fest- and we also got news, too, like for California saying like outdoor stuff and festivals won't have um, population caps, meaning like mm-hmm. attendance caps. So that way they won't have to worry about numbers. Might have to still do mass and social distancing, but they'll still won't have like caps on numbers. Texas and Florida don't care about rules, apparently. So mm-hmm. if there's stuff going on there, there's stuff going on there. More tours are going to keep being announced and added. So, is Blue Ridge sold out? No, it's not sold out yet, but prices have gone up because so many people have bought tickets already. Yep. So, but it's not an expensive festival either because it is independently owned. No. I'm just mad that they moved it so far away from me. Well, it was pretty close, but now it's like close to the North Carolina border. Oh, is the festival not close for you? Yeah. Yeah. I have to fly fly out somewhere if I want to go to a festival. Man. That's me being bitter. How far is it for you now? I mean, it's like, I don't know, three and a half hours. It's That's a distance. drive. That's a drive, yeah. Yeah, considering before I could have, like, driven there and then come back home at the end of the day instead of have to, like, get a hotel for the night. It's three and a half hours? Okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Because, like, some festivals you can drive to, some you can't. Like, we can't drive to Aftershock in California. Oh, no. <laughs> we can't drive, like, even to Rockville, where I used to live in Jacksonville, Florida. That's like, eh. So, Yeah. I mean, some festivals are worth doing that stuff for. A lot of people do. A lot, a lot of people love the road trip. So it's weird to think that we will get concerts and festivals back soon. We will. Yeah. I mean, it was this Saturday that over 4 million vaccines were distributed in one day in the United States. I think that's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a while for herd immunity. It's going to take months, but still, it's quite a bit. 
So I'm just hopeful, like Gretchen says, if you're able to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you're able to, please do so. A lot of state, like a lot of states are opening up right now for public like signups. You don't have to have underlying conditions or age limits. You can just sign up for it. We have a friend that just got this from CVS. Um, my recommendation is if you already get prescription drugs from like a pharmacy like Walgreens, CVS, Target, wherever, call them and see when they're getting the vaccines so that way they can put you on their list. So that, that way they might speed it up a lot easier because they already know they already have your health information and they already know you're a customer. Mm-hmm. So they'll be a lot easier to have that. So <laughs> someone on YouTube you used to live in Florida. Glad you escaped in time to get away from DeSantis handling of the pandemic. Yeah. I left at the very end of 2017. I lived there. I lived in Florida for seven years. I miss some of the people there for sure. I miss my friends there, but I still talk to my friends that I care about. I could, I could move out. <laughs> I don't miss the rest of Florida that much. And someone else saying like with WrestleMania in Florida and Tampa, like the Super Bowl, Yeah. It might go bad. There might be a bad COVID spike because they're like loosening mask laws and stuff. And yeah, it's going to be bad. I don't know if they're going to do how well they're going to do social distancing at the WrestleMania or not, but WWE has money. So that's the fact. They'll figure it out. WrestleMania is a two-day event. I'm excited to see Poppy perform at NXT. I'm excited to hear Nita Strauss get some uh, love and get to play the guitar for the national anthem. I like it when they do that too, when they actually have like guitarists, like when they'll do have Metallica come out and play the, like Kirk and James do the national anthem, just guitars. So I like when stuff like that happens. So other than that, I think that should be about it. You can expect, how did I miss this coming up soon? I'm having my patrons vote on albums that I missed over the past couple months. I already got some votes in already. You can expect the part two of my wrestling video coming out this week. I'll be working on a special video later this month. Five, I'm just doing a five one before I go back to the list of tens and stuff like this. This will be the last five one for a while. Five great musicians in bad bands. And I can already hear the complaining in the comment section now. Gretchen, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, do you have any suggestions, Gretchen? Or do you want to keep your... Uh, do you want to keep quiet about that so you don't get any hate? Because I... <laughs> I'm already going to get hate for this one as it is. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah, it's like I have like one dead hard. This is the front of the title card. Right. Last one. I have another one that I do want to cover because I think it fits well, even though that person's not a big, even though that person's no longer in the band. He was a part of the band for like 12 years. That counts. Yeah, that counts. So anyone else? Let me know in the chat if you have any suggestions. Yeah, someone just guessed it on the YouTube chat who it is. I won't say it for surprises, but yes. You know, should I, should I just spoil it? You know what? I'll spoil it because this is such an obvious one. Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit. Yeah, two people guessed. Okay, before I even said it, two people guessed. Yes, Wes Borland is the one. He's the number one entry. I, I don't know how it can be argued. So... And then someone else is like listing off the other members of Limp Biscuit behind Fred Durst. It's like, yeah, I'll point that out too. I could list them off also if I wanted. But no, I'll, I'll make a rule saying only one man member per um, band, you know, so to make it fair. Some people, two people said Mark Tremonti. Eh, I don't count that one, though, because Creed had merit back in the day. Yeah. They've made bad songs. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't put Mark Tremonti on that one. And yes, the same person. Yes, I know who the people, band members of Limp Biscuit are. Someone's really desperate for me to, to acknowledge Limp Biscuit. That's funny. Hey, nah, man, we good. Yeah. They'll probably be at more festivals this year, too, guys. Limp Biscuit's trying to make a little comeback. Okay. I know. I've, if that's what you want, go for it. If they release a new album this year, okay. It's just not for me. Fred Durst is not for me, guys, and that's okay. I have bands that I love that I'm sure you can't stand. So they're an entertaining band live. I can see that. You know who else is entertaining live? Cirque du Soleil. Doesn't mean they have, I'm going to listen to their music when I get home. It's an entertaining show. It's a spectacle. (laughs) Does not make Fred Durst automatically a good musician. So that's just me. Someone guessed on Twitch, Ryan Peake from Nickelback. I know 
if I'm correct, the drummer from Nickelback, I don't know if he stole the drummer, like was the first drummer from Three Doors Down with their big albums and then joined Nickelback and then Nickelback had their best-selling albums. So that guy's got a track record at least. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I don't know if that's who they're talking about, but that is someone. That might not be a bad idea. So, right. yeah. Other than that, thank you guys so much for joining us. I apologize profusely again for how awful this podcast started. There's no way I could um, keep that to myself, though, because then I would have been more shaken up and more of a mess. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening on the podcast forums. Everyone on YouTube right now, just listen on the podcast the first 10 minutes is just me explaining how insane my evening was. So thank you guys again. Gretchen will have a special celebration video tomorrow as well, celebrating her anniversary of something. And oh, no, that's Thursday. Oh, Thursday, excuse me, Thursday. So that'll be on her channel. And Gretchen has also a lot of other stuff coming up on her channel as well. You can follow Gretchen on Twitch. She also is a becoming a dead by daylight aficionado high rank. So if you like to watch gameplay, on Twitch, check out Gretchen's channel. We will have new music night on Sunday as well. I'm hoping to have a riffage on Twitch sometime this month. Still ironing out everything for that. And Gretchen, anything you would like to end with? No, because you already said get the vaccine thing. Yeah. If you can. I'm sorry. Um, I stepped on your toes for that. I talked a lot this episode too. I apologize. I was just trying to shake off a lot of thoughts. So I apologize for talking over you a lot. It's okay. Is Ivan... apologize for. Does Ivan have anything he wants to add? No, he left. Oh, he just came in for Tool and then left promptly. Yes. Oh, well, fair enough. We now know what Bandy likes, so that's fine. (laughs) I should have named him Maynard then. Aw, little Maynard. Big Maynard. What am I talking about? (laughs) I was about to say, he's 107 pounds. He's a big boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... Thank you guys again. As we fade away, I will send a raid out on Twitch if you're watching. Thank you guys on YouTube and the podcast forums. Please check out the videos on the main channel. Any comment you give us at this point, any like and comment on any video on the main channel helps dramatically mm-hmm. for engagement just because like my channel's really suffering right now. So thank you guys again. And I will talk with all of you soon as we fade away. Have a great night, guys. We will see you on Sunday and then next Tuesday for the next podcast. Mm-hmm.